Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we're so happy that you're here with us. You know the Lord promises us that whenever two or three of us gather together in his name, that he would be here in our midst, and we know that he is faithful to keep his promises, and he is here. Amen? So let's reverence the Lord and thank him for his presence. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, most of us have been out in the world today. We've been out busy doing this and busy doing that and preoccupied with all kinds of things. But we ask you, Father, as we come into your presence to wash us clean of where we've been, we disconnect ourselves from everything that we've come in contact with today, every entity, every demon, every unclean spirit, and we loose ourselves from it in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, to forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our wrongdoing, our bad thinking, our wrong responses and reactions, and heal us, Lord. You know some of those bad responses and reactions are situations that are still in us, alive in us, that were not healed. So we ask you, Lord, to heal us. Amen? We ask you to heal us in Jesus' name. We ask you to wash us clean in the blood of Jesus Christ and fill us to overflowing by the Holy Spirit with the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, wherever we have these nicks and scratches and bruises from the past, even today, we ask for your healing. Amen? We ask for your healing. Whenever, Lord, life has bumped into us and elbowed us and pushed us and shoved us, we ask you to heal us. Heal us, Lord. When dealing with other people and they've left us with a feeling that's just not you, we bind that feeling. If we were rejected, we bind the rejection. If we were mocked, we bind the mocking. If we were tormented, we bind the torment. Amen? We're your people, Lord. We belong to you. We're the people of God. And whatever situations may have happened during our weekend and during our day, and the devil came to take advantage of us, He came to steal from us what you've given to us. We bind that thief in the name of Jesus, and we reclaim what you've given to us, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. We want to thank you, Lord, for giving us what we need. 
If it's deliverance, we ask you to deliver us. If it's salvation in any form, we ask you to save us. We ask you to heal us. We want to have a right relationship with you, Lord. People may misunderstand us, but it's their misunderstanding, not us. We thank you. You understand us perfectly, and you receive us unconditionally. So we thank you for your unconditional love and reception of us, Father. We come before you as children to a loving Father, to a gracious Savior, to the Comforter himself, God the Holy Spirit. And we ask you to comfort us, Lord. We got jostled and pushed about and walked over and ignored and many other things during the course of the week, Lord. But we ask for the com- to come and comfort us. Sometimes people took advantage of us, Lord. We forgive them, but we still need you to help us emotionally. We want to thank you for healing us where we've been torn and where we've been robbed and left for dead. Thank you, Lord. The world is not kind necessarily, but you are. So we thank you, Lord, for your kindness, filling the empty places in us, for your mercy, for your compassion, and for your grace. We thank you that underneath us are the everlasting arms. And we give you praise, Lord. Sometimes life brings us to a place where we have to make decisions that we don't like, decisions we're not comfortable with. We really just don't want to do it, Lord. But if we hand it over to you, it gets better. So we hand it over to you right now, Father, whatever it is, whatever the decision or the choice, whatever the matter may be. You always know what is best for us. So we turn it over to you, that your will be done in our lives. The devil doesn't have any place in our lives. Lord, there are people, and we call them what the Bible calls them. We call them witches, warlocks, sorcerers, those kind of people, wizards. They want to make our lives terrible because we belong to you. But, Lord, we hand them over to you, too. Whatever their wicked plots and plans and devices and schemes, whatever attacks they have planned for us, Lord, bless them. They thought so much of those attacks that they wanted to share. So we'll share, too. We'll hand them right back in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord that you're a loving God and nothing that the enemy does, no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We take back our sleep from the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We take back our sleep and our rest and our peace because the Prince of Peace himself, he died on Calvary for us to have it, And we're not giving it over to any dumb demon or wizard in Jesus' name. We just won't put up with it. So, Father, we take back what you've given us. 
We bind the enemy in Jesus' name. We send all of his harassments and attacks and torments right back where they came from because you didn't send it to us. And so we reject it, and we raise the shield of faith in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that all the open doors of our lives are now closed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you that when Jesus said it is finished, it is finished. We thank you, Lord, that we'll trust you to deal with our enemies, Lord. We'll trust you to deal with our enemies. When we've done everything you've told us and taught us and shown us to do, we thank you that you'll deal with our enemies. And we give you the praise, Lord. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We want to thank you for being our defense and our defender. We thank you, Lord, that your angels are with us to protect us. We thank you, Lord, that there's nothing the enemy can do to us to really harm us. He has to back off because you're standing right there. So, Lord, we know we have precious promises to you. Suffer not a witch to live. And you have complimentary scriptures about wizards and warlocks. Those are precious promises that you have given to us, Father. And we look forward with great anticipation to you fulfilling those promises in our lives. Amen? We thank you for training us. We thank you for strengthening us to do what you've called us to do. And we thank you that every scripture you have given us, every promise you have given us concerning our enemies comes to pass in Jesus' name. We know, Lord, that the enemy has but a short time left, and he thinks it's his job to take it out on us. But we have news for him. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. We want to thank you, Lord, that all of our enemies shall be cut off. Yes, Lord, you even say in the scriptures that we shall see it. We thank you. We give you praise, Lord. You love us and we love you. And you look forward to pouring your blessings into the lives of your children. Amen it is. Amen it is. Now, a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. In case you didn't know, we are Christian. We're not Buddhist. We're not whatever other thing there is in the world to be. We are Christians, and we belong to Jesus Christ. We are his, and he is ours. Amen? This is not a religion. It's a faith. It's a love relationship. It's not a religion. It's a love relationship. It's a faith. Amen? Amen. So, Father, we just give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for the armor of God and for every piece of it. We thank you, Lord, 
that your very presence and all the word that you've given us, every precious promise, is ours. It's our inheritance. You left it to us, and we've received it, and we believe it down in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that the evil one can't take us away from you. That's what the Bible says. The evil one can't get away with that. Amen. The evil one can't get away with it. For we are persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen? We are more than conquerors. Whatever is of God overcomes the world. Yes, overcomes the world. Thank you, Lord. You didn't tell us to run from the world. You said to be overcomers in the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. (coughs) Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. Amen. We're not going to allow the enemy (coughs) to harass us. We turn over every fear and every phobia to you, Lord Jesus. We surrender it to you right this minute. We've gone through our little closet looking for any extra fears that we had pushed to the back, and we can't find them. So, Lord, anything that's left, any fear, any phobia, any nervousness, any anxiety, any uncertainty, we do First Peter 5, 7, and we cast all of our care upon you. We hand it to you right now, Lord Jesus, and we trust you with it. Amen. We thank you. We don't have fear of death. We're not untrusting. We're not faithless. We don't live in anxiety and stress or torment or horror or nightmare. We don't have fear of people, the fear of man. We're not being oppressed by any militia anywhere. We're not faint-hearted. We're not having heart attacks. We're not fleeing because of fear. No, Lord, we're standing in faith with you. And we're believing you to deliver us from every fear, from every concern, every anxiety. We're not sitting here with broken hearts or in despair or in rejection or in hopelessness. We're not excessively mourning. 
We're not living in insomnia. That's right. The spirit of heaviness brings insomnia. You won't sleep. We're not living in depression or self-pity or heaviness or violence or assault or suicidal tendencies or roots of bitterness or impulsiveness or lack of praise. No, Lord, we're not being perverse. No, none of that. We receive the comforter, the Holy Spirit, and we lift up to you the spirit of praise. We take on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And we give you praise right now. We praise you, Lord, for your very presence. We praise you for the blood of Jesus. We praise you for your very love poured out, not just on Calvary, but always. We thank you for the overcoming example of Jesus Christ when you raised him from the dead. And surely in the dead places in our life, you are the resurrection and the life. We thank you, Lord, that no matter what circumstances bring, we are stronger than the circumstances through Jesus Christ our Lord. We are able to meet any challenge through our love relationship with you, Father. Nothing can overcome us. Nothing can conquer us. Nothing can push us into fear because we have the greater one living in us. We thank you, Lord, that you help us to keep our minds and our hearts focused on you. So when life pops up with the unexpected, we stand up in you. When life comes along with things that are uncomfortable, we surrender ourselves to you. We just hand it over, and we wait for instructions from the throne of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We will not spend our time worrying about past trauma. We won't spend our time in insecurity and worry and anger and envy and jealousy and tension. We just won't. We're not going to spend our time cheating or arguing. No, Lord. We won't be spending our time with false memories that the enemy brings. Amen. We won't do that. We won't spend our time in childishness and in tantrums and fits and childish self-will and living the self-life, living a life of immaturity, always wanting our way, being irresponsible and an inability to put away childish things. We won't be overly dependent on any human being. We'll learn, Lord, to lean on you. So when others disappoint us, we won't fall apart because we know that you are the strength that we depend on. Man is full of corruption, even with good intentions, but we know that we can depend on you. So, Father, 
As our trust and faith grows in you, help us to remember that you are the secure and steady one that we can lean on, that we can depend on. You are the one, Lord. It's not the circumstances. It's not the people. It's not our family. It's not our friends. It's not our employment or our career or our past reputation or our connections or any of that. It's you, Lord. Our strength and our security and our stability and our protection is in you. Provision is in you. We look to you first, Lord. And we know that we are safe. We know that we are safe. Cause us to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in thee do we trust. Cause us to know the way wherein we should walk. For we lift up our soul unto thee. Deliver us, O Lord, from our enemies. We flee unto thee to hide us. Teach us to do thy will, for thou art our God, thy spirit is good. Lead us into the land of uprightness. Father, as we serve others that you have called us to serve, as we support them in whatever their need be, as we minister out, we ask you to pour back into us. As we minister out to others in whatever manner you would have us to minister, Father, we ask you to pour that strength back into us, that comfort, that kindness, that stability, that hope, that victory back into us. When we have interceded and prayed for others, We ask you, Lord, to intercede for us. When we have stood on the battlefield with others, we ask you to stand as as our battle shield against the enemy. As we have given, so let us reap, Lord. The love that we have given, let us receive from you. Men may not be the ones to pour in, Lord, But you will. You'll find a vessel. You'll make a vessel. You'll pour it in yourself. Amen? You'll pour it in yourself. All of the warmth, all of the calmness, all of the serenity that we need, you will pour it into us. As we have stood on the battle lines fighting on behalf of our family, our loved ones, our church, and this world. We thank you, Lord, that you fight for us. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Amen. Praise the Lord. You are a shepherd, and we shall not want. For you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast down all of those imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, 
and we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We cast all of our cares upon you, Father, because you care for us. Thank you for divine health. Thank you that you are the God who heals us. And by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we have been healed. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in the name of Jesus Christ. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. In Jesus' name, we pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. Thank you, Lord. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, teeth, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital technology demons and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, at particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, water devils which go underneath the water to have cords connected to our electronic devices, and to our um, computer devices and our website and everything else that the Internet does in our lives. We cut those cords and cables in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for releasing your angels to do such on our behalf in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for taking the blood and erasing our names, our images, and our information out of the wrong computers in Jesus' holy name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We bind all pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, confusion, binding directed energy microwave weapons, 
binding all vibrations which are demons, binding every being that they send against us to confuse our thoughts and, and cause disruption in our thought pattern. We send it right back where it came from. We raise the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We thank you, Lord, that you are good and you protect us. We wear the helmet of salvation continually. We bind our Leviathan spirits and their attack, our brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attack, water marine spirits and their attack. We send those attacks right back where they came from. In Jesus' name, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We send it all back in the name of Jesus. We bind uh, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. Lord, any of the witchcraft demons from our family members, from our relatives, that keep monitoring us and keep following us and keep uh, surveilling us. We blind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We deafen them in the name of Jesus Christ. We confuse their center. We confuse their core so that they cannot find us. They cannot use any targeting or any monitoring device to locate us. In Jesus' holy name, we strip all the monitoring devices of their power and ability to locate us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we send it back against the demons who came to do the dirty work and against the sender, whoever that is, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Amen. It's theirs. They can keep it. We bind our whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons, and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all 5G and components. We bind sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, and we bind all the demons and the demonic activity that was released with the coronation in Jesus' name. We send it right back in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We bind all of it. We chain it with eternal chains of darkness and fetters of iron. We send it into the spiritual cages and to the feet of Jesus to be judged immediately. We pull it down from its high places of authority, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We put it under the knee, underneath the feet of Jesus Christ to be crushed under his heel in Jesus' name. 
We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Malaysian, Arabian, all around the Baltic area, Celtic, Celtic, Dutch, Canadian, witchcraft in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we disconnect ourselves with the sword of the spirit from every spirit that's connected to us that you don't want connected to us in Jesus' name. There are connections that are not necessarily evil at this time, but you don't want it there, Lord. You don't want that connection in our You don't want that connection. So we come into agreement with you right now, Father, and we say your will be done in our lives. And every connection that we have that you don't want us to have, Father, we thank you for severing it from us and cauterizing the ends right now in the name of Jesus, never to be reconnected again in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits that are familiar to us that ought not to be. In Jesus' name, spirits that are familiar with us that ought not to be. We bind them. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind our Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind all the magic, all the voodoo, all the witchcraft, all the occult that's going on around the southern part and the northern part of the U.S. borders all around the border of the USA, Lord, the mainland and the islands too, all of our territory. We bind all of that witchcraft. We put it all in cages. We send it all to the feet of Jesus to be judged, Father. We ask you, Father, to release your warring angels, as many as you see fit, Father, to protect our borders in Jesus' name. We bind an invasion of demonic entities, an invasion of spirit bodies coming in, pretending to be humans in the name of Jesus. We cage them right now in Jesus' name. We strip them of all powers and we cut all natural people Human beings, we cut them all free from them in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We ask you, Father, to send your angels throughout our nation and arrest each one. That's right. Arrest each one. Arrest each one. Put them into the cage. Send them to the feet of Jesus to be judged right now. Everything that's walking is not a human. And we take authority, dominion, and power over everything that walks in our nation that is not a human and is not an animal. In Jesus' name, it's a demonic entity, and we bind it. We send it into the cage with the fire of God and for immediate judgment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to release your punishment, your chastisement, and your judgment against all of those, Father, who prayed and did uh, spiritual wickedness to bring them in. They did sacrifices and every evil work imaginable to open the floodgates to let them in. May they reap what they have sown in Jesus' name. Many of our government officials have yielded to the enemy. They've become the enemy's friend and enabler in the name of Jesus. We bind them and their evil works in the name of Jesus. We send them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to release your judgment. Release your judgments, O righteous judge. Release your judgments. Release your judgments in Jesus' name. Release your judgments. Release your judgments. Release your judgments in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to go throughout all of the officials in the United States of America and territories and to arrest, to put in handcuffs and and those uh, shackles around the feet, and the body chains around all those officials who are guilty of crimes and who need to be prosecuted in the name of Jesus, who need to be prosecuted in Jesus' holy name. We ask you, Lord, to uncover them, uncover them, expose them fully. Do the kitchen cabinet scriptures, Father, in Jesus' name, and put them in jail in prison where they belong, in the name of Jesus Christ. They have defrauded your people. They have stolen from us. They have lied to us. They have cheated from us, Lord. And we ask you to punish them, Father, and to punish them severely in Jesus' holy name. They've taken bribes. They've done every evil work they can do. And we ask you, Lord, not only to punish them, but all of those wicked organizations that have been breaking laws and not getting persecuted and not being punished. They've been tearing down churches and pregnancy centers and every other wicked work they can think. We ask you, Lord, to release your judgments against them now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise. We bind all orders of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders 
We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. And we ask you, Lord, to judge that culture in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we request of the righteous judge judgment. Uh, Former President Bush, former President Clinton, former President Obama, and President Biden have been getting together, doing evil works, Lord, evil works, evil works they are responsible for. We ask you to release your judgments against them, Lord Jesus, and don't leave one thing that they've done wrong out of it. We give you praise. We bind them individually including Hillary Clinton, in Jesus' name. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We ask that you release your angels to do the work that needs to be done against them. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, they have taken vows as government officials, vows, pledges as government officials, and they have destroyed the integrity of such vows. We ask you to call them into judgment, Father. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Oh, we bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal form, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity, trapping them into their shifted form for all eternity. All those shape-shifters, Lord, we bind them. We chain them with eternal chains of darkness and fetters. We put them into the spiritual cage. And we send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. Amen it is. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils and witchcraft dedications and rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all of their evil works and their evil societies in Jesus' holy name. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, 
despise, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders in Jesus' name according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger. We bind the carnal mind. We bind addiction, gluttony, food lust in Jesus' name. We bind so we return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all all surveillance, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vows, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks, through channeling and the satellite against the website and against us, returning all Cameroonian uh, wizardry, black magic, and juju in Jesus' name, returning all Nigerian tribal witchcraft, the Obita man in Jesus' name, returning all Nigerian occultic activity in Jesus' name, Returning all Chaldean witchcraft, all Japanese and Buddhist witchcraft, we send it back. Wherever witchcraft is worked, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts. Mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe and Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. Oh, thank you, Lord. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and send them into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Lewdness that's everywhere. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Send it into the cage in Jesus' name to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All perversions of every kind, order, incest, rape, molestation, all of it. Homosexuality. Transgender. Uh-huh, all of that in Jesus' name. Outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, defilement by wizards, 
We bind the king of pride in Jesus' name and all of his underlings. We send them all into the spiritual cages to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We send them right back against those that that did them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception. Every form of rebellion, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, all combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal. Ah, yes. Yes, we do. Basilic, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Atlas, Mammon, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, all false deities in Jesus' name. Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, we chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Amen. And their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual in Jesus' name, every Masonic ceremony, ritual, rite, pledge, vow. And all of their wicked works and those of the associated organizations. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, and the grip in Jesus' name. We break Freemasonry curses of spirits of Antichrist, bondage, witchcraft, error, infirmity, perversion, rape, molestation, incest, unnatural accidents, sicknesses, idolatry, hatred, variance, dissension, discord, disputes, quarreling, debating, disputes, emulations, envies, jealousies, striving to excel at the expense of another, seeking to surpass and to outdo others, wrath, fierceness, turbulent passions, determined and lasting anger, strife, angry disputing, strenuous endeavor to equal or to pay back in kind the wrongs done to us, loosed from the noose around the neck, loosed from seditions, heresies, breathing and lung disorders, family stress and disputes, asthma, financial difficulties, allergies, anger, controlling, continuing failures, fears, and stolen inheritances in Jesus' name. We bind those things in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the Haitian demons and the Haitian gods in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command all of those curses from Freemasonry to come out of the people of God right now. Father, we ask you to break those curses in the lives of the people 
a Miracle Internet Church that are listening right now in Jesus' name. <speaking in Spanish> Rika is la 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 lu sun du rigiste te rukuhura. Yar rukuta da brisha da da brike de lidio salada yosota da bri. Rusa da da brike de lidio salada yasa. Some of that stuff you need to take a deep breath and cough it out from your gut. Ruka ba ba ba. Rusa da da brusha de de de. Rusa da da brike de lidio sunda da bruka. Ruka de da brusha la de yosunda da bruka de lidia la de yosoto. Rija kunda rusa da rike de da brusha la de yosunda da brike. Ruka de da brusha la de yosunda da brike de ruka de da brusha la da. Ruka de da brusha la de yeske de da ria kanda da brusha. Ruka de da brusha de isha. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Jesus himself became a curse for us on the cross, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon us, Lord. We receive the blessings of Abraham and Jesus Christ in place of the curse. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Praise the Lord for his goodness to his people. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Amen. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the land of sin. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind the traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their own mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the, We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every demon that followed us was sent to us or transferred to us. We bind you and send you into the cage and to the feet of Jesus to be judged right now. No matter if you was at the grocery store, the post office, the bank, wherever you were, you got to go in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. We pray, Father, 
for Christians that are persecuted and especially those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus Christ, and our mode of transportation and the road that we travel or the airways that we take or the waterways that we take or however we reach our destination in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father that your authority and your angels have gone out before us to prepare the way. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take, Lord, I want to thank you for all the times that I had to drive and I was just too tired or too out of it to drive and you drove for me. I ask you to do that for all the other members of Miracle Internet Church when they are in need, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, interrupted sleep, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for your protections for us. We release Psalm 91 over every member of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. We pull out, in the name of Jesus, every voodoo pen, all fiery darts, pens, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses. Yes, Holy Spirit, thank you for telling me that. I got to write that down. Thank you for telling me that. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. We pull out everything that the enemy has sent to us, and we send it right back because you didn't give us that, Lord. We send everything that the enemy, any voodoo pen, any fiery dart pen, needle, spear, whatever it may be, we send it back. It's not ours. We reject it in Jesus' name. We cut, destroy, and demolish all silver cords, ley lines, Ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, undam, and tear up, destroy, pull down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. Oh, yes, Lord, liars and such. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, psychic prayers, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, magic, voodoo, mind control, brain frequency, meditations, death, bewitchment, jinxes, sorcery, sickness, faint, torment, destruction, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, incantations, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals, and sin. We bind it all up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We return to sender spirits of hate, spirits of old bitternesses, spirits of old bitternesses. We bind those bitternesses up in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Murder. We send back spirits of murder, 
spirits of envy, spirits of jealousy, spirits of wizardry, sorcery, and all the spirits that work with you. No, you can't stay with us. Spirits of blindness, spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hatred. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Father, we bind all charismatic witchcraft and all charismatic witchcraft prayers in Jesus' name. Father, we forgive those who have prayed prayers over us that we didn't ask them to pray, that are not in line with the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. They're just their well-meaning idea of what they ought to pray for us. We forgive them, but we bind those words up and we forbid any demon to manifest them in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We want to thank you, Father, for it right now. In Jesus' holy name. There are a lot of people, Lord, that think they know how to pray, but they've never been taught, never been trained, and so they just say any old thing. So we have to forgive them and go on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, saints, Father, we thank you for the blessings of Abraham flowing through our lives. In Jesus' name, thank you for your favor being released in the lives of your children. In Jesus' name, amen. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 71. Our verse for meditation comes from the book of Nahum, N-A-H-U-M, 1, verse 13. And our featured e-book is Keeping Your Deliverance Bible Study. Keeping Your Deliverance Bible Study. Amen, amen. So tonight, we're going to talk about full of compassion. Full of compassion. Psalm 145. Psalm 145. There we go. That's better. Beginning with verse 8, Psalm 145, beginning with verse 8. Psalm 145, beginning with verse 8. Psalm 145, beginning with verse 8. The Lord is gracious and full compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger. And of great mercy. The Lord is good to all. The Lord is good to all. And his tender mercy over all his works. 
Well, that sounds nice, Pastor. It's real comforting. Well, when you learn a little more about it, you'll get a little more out of it. Amen? The compassion of our Savior pulls back the covers on his willingness to heal us. Yes, the compassion of our Savior pulls back the covers on his willingness to heal us. Well, isn't that interesting? I left two scriptures out. Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. Verse 14. Matthew chapter 14. Verse 14. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. So how did the Lord show his inward compassion outwardly? By healing the sick. His compassion was manifested, was put on display for everyone to see by him healing the sick. Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1. Mark, chapter 1, verse 41. Mark, chapter 1, verse 41, and Jesus moved with compassion forth his hand and touched him and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was clean. So you see, Jesus went about doing good and putting on open display the compassion of our Heavenly Father, the compassion of the Son of God, through healing those that were sick. Compassion in action. In his ministry, Jesus went about doing good. He healed all them that needed had need of healing. Why? Well, because God is merciful. Why? Because God is merciful. Compassion and mercy flow together. Compassion and mercy flow together. Compassion is a deep, heartfelt concern for the sufferings or trouble of others, which manifests itself by an urge to render help. Mercy is a refraining 
from harming or punishing offenders, enemies, or offensive others. It is a display of kindness in excess of what may be expected in fairness. In other words, forbearance. So God is compassionate. He has a deep concern for our sufferings and our troubles and our afflictions, and he desires very strongly. He's very highly motivated to help us. Also, he's plenteous in mercy. He has great mercy. Great mercy. That's what the scripture says. He has tender mercy. If he didn't, most of us would already be in hell. His mercy is refraining from punishing enemies and offenders and those who offend. He displays his kindness beyond what would be expected. He forbears with us. You know, many of us had a long trek where the Lord was working on us before we actually surrendered our lives to Jesus Christ. God had a lot of forbearing and patience with us to where we are now. Amen. Think about it and thank him. It is the expression or disposition to forgive or to be kind when offense is present. Wow. Do we practice that on a daily basis? I know we try, but how successful are we? The Lord says, I'm digging now. (laughs) You know when you're tired and you get really irritated with it? To be kind when offense is present. Yes, you have to dig in the wells of living water and pull up some living water. We'll work on that, won't we? Praise the Lord. This urge to give help is referred to in Scripture as moved with compassion. Moved to do something about suffering and the affliction of another. Psalm 145, verse 8 says that our God is full of compassion and of great mercy. The permeating attribute of our God is love. And it is directly linked to his fatherhood. It is directly linked to his fatherhood. Let me, let me help you here. I'm coming. Permeating love. This compassion. This mercy. This pity. These tender mercies. This goodness, this forbearance, 
it's directly linked to his fatherhood. Ah. Now I know that there are persons, there are saints. You have a disconnect about right there. Because you have um, not followed the correct rules of pinning the tail on the donkey. You had experiences in the natural with a father or a father figure that don't line up with the word of God. Amen. And in your immaturity, sometimes leftover childhood memories, when you had a child's perspective of the situation, you took the tail that was on the bad donkey and you tried to pin it on your heavenly father. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. That's bringing a false accusation against our heavenly father because he is not that person or person that you had those encounters with. He did not do those things to you. He didn't do that. He is not the author of those awful circumstances. So you cannot take the tail that's on the bad donkey and put it on him. That's not right. That's sin. It's treating God unfairly and unjustly. So now it's time to correct that attitude. That's right. It's time to make a correction and take that tail and put it right back on the donkey that it belongs on because it does not belong on our Heavenly Father. You cannot take the evil and wicked works of corrupted human beings and attribute it to our holy God and our loving Heavenly Father. Amen? Are you getting the picture? Are you understanding that it just doesn't work that way? Amen. Amen. You can't transfer that. It doesn't transfer. You know, on the bus system, you get used to be able to get in there, you pay your money, and you need it to go someplace else. They gave you a transfer. Well, that doesn't transfer. You got to pin that tail right back on the bad donkey. You cannot move it into holiness. It's not there. You can't move it into righteousness. It's not there. You can't move it into purity. It's not there. It does not belong. It you can't move it into righteousness. It's not there. You have to leave it right back on the bad donkey. Amen. Amen. You can't transfer corruption to a holy God. The Lord, I think we kind of got that little straight there. We're doing a little better. Praise God. The permeating attribute of our God is love. Now, it's not that perverted mess that's going on in the world. That's not it. Love is pure and holy. Love is pure and it is holy. It is righteous altogether. Amen. 
Praise God. I think we're going to make it, Jesus. I think we're going to make it. Permeating attribute of our God is love, and it is directly linked to his fatherhood. The scriptures about our heavenly father are concerning his love, mercy, and his compassion. Let's go to the Gospel of John, chapter 14. The Gospel of John, chapter 14. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 7. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 7. You see, in this passage, Philip was having a little problem understanding and connecting properly. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. Verse 7, if ye, Jesus speaking, If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also. If ye had known me, Jesus is saying, ye should have known my father also. So Jesus is saying, come to know me, you know my father. It's not a big mystery. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. And that's the same way it's working with us. We're in him and he's in us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. In displaying his compassion all over the land in healing the sick, Jesus Christ uncovered the compassionate heart of our Heavenly Father. The throngs of people came to the Son of God for help. The throngs of people came to the Son of God for help. John chapter 3, the Gospel of John chapter 3. The Gospel of John, Chapter 3. The Gospel of John, Chapter 3. Beginning with verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, 
a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. Amen? We know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So, the Nicodemus clearly understood that the father was directly connected to Jesus or else Jesus would not teach the way he taught or do miracles the way he did. So when we go to the scripture and we see Jesus doing miracles, when he when we see him teaching and hear what he has to say, the father is talking to us too. Amen. Amen. We I think we got that. Yes, God has great power. He does. He has great power. But his compassion directs his great power towards us. He has great power. But his compassion directs or funnels his great power toward us. Hmm. Psalm 40, verse 5. Psalm 40, verse 5. Psalm 40, verse 5. Psalm 40, verse Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to usward. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. God has great power, he does wonderful work, and his compassion funnels all of that power toward us because he loves us. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to, the power has to go someplace, to usward who believe, to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. You see, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same power that did the miracle, the same power that sent Jesus into the world, the same power that created the earth, 
and the heavens and everything else, that same power, his compassion funnels it toward those of us who believe. Remember, we've just talked about how significant and how important it is to believe. Second Peter chapter 3. Second Peter chapter 3. Peter chapter 3 verse 9. Ah, this is a scripture. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward. See, all of that compassion and mercy funnels this power to us. And in this case, it manifests itself in long suffering with us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. See, the sick don't need a physician. All the rest of us do. I mean, the well don't need a physician. If you got your life down so perfect that nothing is wrong, you are perfect now, you don't need a physician. It's the weak and the weary, those with ailments, those with places that need healing, whether it's spiritual, physical, or any other part, mental, We're the ones that need the healing. We need the healer. See, there are people walking around uh, under the pretense that their lives are just fine and nothing is wrong. Well, the minute a tragedy shows up, cover is blown. But those of us who know we don't have it all together, we're seeking the Lord. Because he's the perfect one, not us. We need him continually. Amen? Amen. Saints, we must come to understand our Father's willingness to use his power to support, to defend, and to help. Saints, we must come to understand our Father's willingness to use his power to support, to defend, and to help. Faith finds its grounding in his love for us and in his will in our concern. Our Lord's graciousness means that he has this disposition to show favor towards us. He doesn't blow us off and say, huh? But he does wait for us to come to some realization sometimes. He waits patiently for us to focus on him and to get our minds off of foolishness. Amen. 
Yes, our God is able. He has all power and ability. All of life proves this truth. But more than power and ability, he is gracious towards us. He is willing to come to our aid. He waits for us to realize and acknowledge this truth about himself. Knowing about God's power is not enough, saints. It's good, but there's more. We must go further and accept and receive his compassion towards us and his willingness to relieve our suffering in a manner in which he deems is appropriate for our growth. For our growth, yes. Remember I told you he doesn't raise spoiled bread. He raises men and women of God. Saints of God, warriors of God. Amen. Psalm 22, verse 24. Psalm 22, verse 24. Psalm 22, verse 24. For he hath not despised nor borne the affliction of the afflicted. He doesn't hate us because we have problems. He doesn't resent us because we have problems. Neither hath he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard. See? Sometimes I feel like I'm going through all this warfare by myself. And I feel like I'm all alone. Neither hath he hid his face from him, but when he cried unto him, he heard. Okay? So now you can repent of misjudging your heavenly father. You're not alone. You got to toughen up some. You got to learn a few things. You got to gain some more trust and confidence. You got to stand. But he's right. In the, he's right there with you. He's right there with you. He's right there with you. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. You've got to actually come to the place where you fully believe that, where you're fully persuaded, where you can't be shaken, Oof. where you cannot be shaken. You've got to get there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's very important. You can't slink back down into your emotions. You've got to be steadfast on the word. 
Amen. That's the truth. It is the truth indeed, saints. Perhaps willingness does not fully explain. In Micah chapter 7, verse 18, 7, verse 18, Micah chapter 7, verse 18. Who is a God like unto thee? Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity? Pardons us. Buddha doesn't pardon anybody. And passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. My goodness. You know, we need to really stop and think about this for a moment. All of those people with all those other gods that they're into, who can pardon their iniquity? What God is that other than ours? Some of you have been from one religion to the next religion, to the next religion, trying to find God. But there isn't but one that pardons our iniquity, and it's our God. Nobody else has that benefit. Not a soul. Not a soul. Amen? Who is like unto thee? Who does this? That's a good question. We should care about the answer. Where is there another God like our God who pardons the sins of his people? Amen? He will not stay angry with his people. Because our God loves to be merciful. He loves to extend his mercy. He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth. He delighteth. He delighteth in mercy. That's right. I think I'm going to read that one a little further because it says something that you ought to know. Let me turn back to my page. Give me a second. You turn in your Bible, and I'll take Thank you, Holy Spirit. That was so nice. I appreciate that. I'm here. Ah. Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquity and thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. 
Who is like our God? Who is like our God? Muhammad doesn't do that, okay? And whatever that other one's name, Ben, whoever that ever he was, he doesn't do that either. This scripture explains better God's heart to us because our God delights in mercy. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run. His eyes run. You glance, he runs. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, and he's good at it, to show himself strong in the behalf. All right, can you all hear me? For some reason, we had this sudden disconnect. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? All right, you can hear me now. The devil is not happy about this part. So we're going to do it again. He shouldn't have bothered us. He always gives himself away. Uh-huh. We were in Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. So now if you have this relative, this runaway relative that you haven't heard from and I don't know when, God knows where they are. You just keep praying. And his eyes run to and fro the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. God really wants to do this if we will allow him to. If we will allow him to. That's right. If we will allow him to. Our Father is not only powerful, willing, and delighted to show us his favor. Our Father is eager to pour his blessings out profusely upon those who will allow him to do so. Amen? Uh-huh. Well, Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over all of this phone dropping tonight in Jesus' name. We call it calm and peace, release. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our Father is eager to pour his blessings out profusely upon those who will allow him to do so. Mm. His eyes running to and fro means that he is searching out for opportunities to express the benevolence in his heart because he delighted in mercy. He's looking for some place to pour out his favor 
his grace, his benevolence, his patience, his compassion, his love. Our God is benevolent. He has strong inclination to do good. Strong inclination to do good. We call that a proclivity, a strong inclination, which is more than a habit. He's not sometimey like people, on one minute and off the next. Not our God. He is consistent and steadfast. He can be depended upon. In seeking to please our God, we should strongly consider removing the obstacles out of the way of the demonstration of his benevolence. In seeking to please our God, we should strongly consider removing the obstacles out of the way of the full demonstration of his benevolence. Our God is good all the time. He is the blessing business. He is not flaky as people sometimes are. He is always in the mood, if you will, to pour forth blessings upon his creatures whenever they make it possible. So what I'm saying is, you can't tell me God's not in the mood for blessing you. God's not only in the blessing business, he is the blessing business. And he's always in the mood for blessing you. The holdup is not on his end. Amen? So, he is always in the mood, if you will, to pour forth blessings upon his children whenever they make it possible. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. We know this scripture. If my people... Well, that pretty much singles out who he's talking about, which are called by my name. There it is, the distinction, that's where the line is drawn, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, turn from their wicked ways. That's your pivot point. And turn, T-U-R-N from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and will heal their land. Amen, amen, and amen. He gives very explicit instructions if we will follow them. Amen. Everyone can do this. Yes, even you. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 9. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth 
of his bread to the poor. So those that are that are benevolent to the poor are going to be blessed themselves. And God is teaching us in this proverb to act like him. If you act like him, if you walk in the spirit, if you act like him, if you walk in the spirit, you flow in the blessing. Amen. Luke chapter 3, verse 11. Luke chapter 3, verse 11. Luke chapter 3, verse 11. He answereth and saith unto them, He that hath two coats, let him impart to him that hath none. And he that hath meat, let him do likewise. Share your blessing. Share your overflow. Amen? Share your overflow. Praise the Lord. Galatians. Chapter 2, verse 10. Galatians, chapter 2, verse Galatians, chapter 2, verse 10. Only they would that we should remember the poor. We should remember the poor. Mm -hmm. Yes, we should. And as soon as we should remember... We should do something. You know, I have been at places in my life that I couldn't do much. But on the uh, on the electric bill, there's a place where you can you can pay an extra $2 a month to help people who need help with their electric bill. Amen. It's not so much the amount, but the the practice the practice of practicing the character and nature of our Heavenly Father, practicing his character and nature. Amen? Most people can do something. Praise the Lord. Exodus, chapter 22, verse 27. Exodus, verse 27. Exodus chapter 22, verse 27. For that is his covering only. Let me go back. Let me give you an intro into that. Amen. Very good. The Holy Spirit, you know. Okay, verse 26. If thou at all take thy neighbor's cloak or raiment to pledge, thou shalt deliver it unto him by that the sun goeth down. For that is his covering only. It is his raiment and for his skin. Wherein shall he sleep? And it shall come to pass when he crieth unto me that I will hear. Why will God hear? For I am gracious. I am gracious. I am gracious. 
Amen. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Exodus 34, verse 6. Exodus 34, verse 6. Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. And the Lord passed by before him. Yes, you did. Yes, praise the Lord. Now, you know, this is, let me put this in proper context for somebody who's not used to do this. This is when Moses went back up on the mountain to get the Ten Commandments the second time. Because, you know, the first time he came down and they had lost their minds and had gone crazy and were doing all kinds of things that were absolutely wrong. And he got upset and and threw them down and broke them. Well, this is the second time. All right? So, verse 5. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. Verse 6. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and fourth generation. Amen. The Lord God, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands. Numbers chapter 14, verse 18. Numbers chapter 14, verse 18. Numbers. Chapter 14, verse 18. The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression. Thank you, Lord. And by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children until the third and fourth generation. Second Kings chapter fourteen. Second Kings chapter fourteen. Second Kings chapter fourteen. Verse twenty six. Verse twenty six. For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel that it was very bitter. For there was not any shut up, nor any left, any helper for Israel. See, God's paying attention to how we're treated and what happens to us. Psalm 78, verse 38. Psalm 78, verse 38. Psalm 78. But he, being 
full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. He forgave instead of destroying, like he did at Nineveh. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. God restrained himself. Amen. And he calls us to do it too. Psalm 86, verse 15. 86, verse 15. Psalm 86, verse 15. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion, full of compassion. Matthew chapter 15, verse 32. Matthew chapter 15, verse 32. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat. Yes, I know what you're thinking. And I will not send them away fasting lest they faint in the way. God has compassion. Matthew chapter 20, verse 34. Matthew chapter 20, verse 34. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Uh Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 7, verse 13. Luke chapter 7, verse 13. Luke chapter 7, verse 13. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. Weep not. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we have not an high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Amen. I encourage you, saints, to follow Cornelius' example in the book of Acts. Place yourself where God's mercy can reach you without any hindrance or blockade. See if you don't experience overwhelming demonstrations of his love his mercy, and his compassion. Amen? 
Amen. I want to thank the Lord for this word tonight. I want to thank the Lord. I want to thank the Lord for his word to us tonight. It's a strong word, and it's a good word. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Brother Bill. Well, praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. We have some awesome praise reports tonight. Let's get started. Amori has a praise report. When I was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck, I had jaundice. I was premature, 12 ounces. That was almost 22 years ago. The devil was out to kill. Still destroyed, but God has a plan for me, which is why the enemy is losing every day. This is how I know that Jesus has healed me. Well, praise the Lord. Deborah L. has a praise report. One of the two evictions is gone. They waited until the last minute, but we took the property back and changed the locks. People did a lot of damage to the unit and building, but they're gone, and I just praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you for that. And Joanne has a praise report. The Lord completely held the rain and no flooding in the streets from the earlier rain. Praise you, Lord, for that. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for showing the police the hiding place of the fugitive that executed five people in Cleveland. Texas, and thank you for keeping the police and all citizens safe during the manhunt for this fugitive and for the successful capture of that man. Praise the Lord. And saints, you see the difference whenever you start praying, whenever you see something going on like that. You put your prayer request in the prayer room, and the Lord moves, and we just give you praise for that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Lena has a praise report. The insurance from Cigna had been approved from the New York Life Insurance. has been approved as well. Three days ago, I was on a public place and saw bushes of yellow roses. And I picked one, and it smelled like it was so refreshing and fragrance. Those roses were so good. The Lord said, just breathe. And when I came back to read the Word of God that morning, the Lord gave me the scriptures of Philippians 4.19. The Lord shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. It's been a long time for many years, but I'd like to share again with my sisters and brothers in Christ. I'm still learning. Praise God for this ministry. Before I was anxious about my children's life and making decisions for something I can't control and reach it anymore. They're grown adults. We stopped at a gas station a night and day in front of a McDonald's restaurant. Before we slept, I saw the light light on the billboard says spicy crispy chicken. Did you say chicken? He went out again. Amen. I can't hear a thing. 
Okay. All right. Something's going on. Amen. <sighs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Island is not included in your rate plan. Minutes from this call will be deducted from your select shared calling service. You can hang up now to avoid the reduction in minutes. Thank you. Log Talk Radio. Please enter your host pin. When finished, press the pound key. To start your show now, press 1. To hear. It appears that the host has already dialed into the show. Only one host is allowed per show. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Bye. Okay, guys. Brother Bill went on. Okay. All right, Saints, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You can hear me. Thank you. I couldn't hear Brother Bill all of a sudden, and I didn't know what happened. Okie dokie. Now I got it. Okay. Well, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask you to clear any atmospheric interference in Jesus' name. We bind the devil. He can't stop the power of God in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. All righty. Let's keep, oh, due to time, we're going to keep on trucking. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus forevermore. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise his holy name. All right. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the White House on Monday issued a veto threat for a House Republican-sponsored measure to address immigration at the U.S.-Mexico border. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. That's what it is. That's what's going on. The devil really doesn't want us to pray about this, but he can't stop it, okay? Remember that. He can't stop us. Days before the end of the pandemic era, Title 42 is expected to prompt a surge of migrants. No, an invasion of migrants. A statement of administration policy said that while the Biden administration supports productive efforts to reform the country's immigration system, sure you do, it opposes the Secure Border Act of 2023, which it said would make elements of our immigration system worse. The legislation, it said, does nothing to address the root causes of migration, reduce statement 
What was that? All right, devil, you have to stop that foolishness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I have to know. Okay, you can hear me good. I'll go right back to where I was. Got to find my line. It opposes the Secure Border Act of 2023, which said it would make elements of our immigration system worse. Where was I? Lost my spot. Okay. The legislation, it said, does nothing to address the root causes of migration, reduces humanitarian protections, and restricts lawful pathways, which are critical alternatives to unlawful entry. Republicans say the bill would address a crisis at the border by mandating that Customs and Border Protection hire and train 22,000 Border Patrol agents and develop a great existing technology to make sure agents are well-equipped and safe. It would also require the DHS secretary to immediately resume construction of the border wall. That's why they don't like it. A centerpiece of former President Donald Trump's administration. Majority House leader Steve Scalasi said the House would vote on it on it this month and called it the strongest border security package that Congress has ever taken up. The White House said that the bill would cut off nearly all access to humanitarian protections in ways that are inconsistent with our nation's values and international obligations. It would make processing less efficient. It would do that by banning the use of a mobile application to process non-citizens and by restricting the Department of Homeland Security's parole authority, it said. In addition, the White House said that the measure would reduce funding for essential programs such as one that provides funds to state and local governments. While we welcome Congress's engagement on meaningful steps to address immigration and the challenges at the border, this bill will make the measure – wait a minute, this bill – would make things worse, not better. Thank you. Because this bill does very little to actually increase border security while doing a great deal to trample on the nation's core values and international obligations, it should be rejected, the White House said in its statement. The statement also said that the administration believes a successful border management strategy should include enforcement at the border illegal crossings, methods to deter and discourage illegal immigration, while also providing legal pathways to ensure people are the border are not turned away to face death or serious harm. House Republicans unveiled the legislation at the end of April, and it was met with immediate criticism from congressional Democrats because they said it would go beyond the scope of border security and would punish all non-citizens, including legal residents, their lie, trafficking victims and refugees. The veto threat comes as the U.S. prepares for the lifting on Thursday, that would be tomorrow, of Title 42, 
a pandemic-era restriction that expelled migrants immediately without an All right, can you hear me now? You have to tell me in the chat room. That's the only way I could know it. Can you hear me now? Okay, you can hear me now again? Okay. All right, here we go again. The devil really doesn't want me to do this, but I don't care about him. I'm just going to get this done anyway. Amen. So y'all just hang up and keep pleading the blood. Okay, there we go. All right. Democrats, uh, immediate criticism from congressional Democrats because they said it would go beyond the scope of border security and would punish all non-citizens, including legal residents, trafficking victims, and refugees. The veto threat comes as the U.S. prepares for the lifting on Thursday, that's tomorrow, of Title 42, a pandemic-era restriction that expel migrants immediately without an asylum hearing. The policy will expire at the end of Thursday, and the U.S. will revert to using national immigration laws and other tools that target asylum seekers. The DHS Secretary Mayorkas visited the border last week ahead of the expected influx of migrants. The border is not open. It has not been open and will not be open subsequent to May 11th, he said. On Friday, Biden defended in an interview with MSNBC his decision to send 1,500 troops to the southern border ahead of the expected surge at the border. The president argued that a legislative response was needed and that it's up to Congress to pass an immigration bill. All right. We want to thank the righteous judge for what he's doing with that. Okay. What the heck is that doing there? Okay, let's go on here. I don't know why that's there. Elder Source is a nonprofit organization whose mission is focused on providing vital support and resources for older adults and persons with disabilities, people who are often forgotten, left behind, and excluded. We are accustomed to understanding and responding to the needs of these individuals, as well as supporting our employees who are carrying out our mission, COVID-19, and the ensuing unprecedented economic stimulus seem to have created a mini force towards programmable money. As noted above, programmable money is money with constraints. An analogy is food stamps, where recipients are given coupons, the equivalent of money which which can be spent only on food, not on alcohol, betting on horses, lottery tickets or anything else in uh, modern guys these food stamps are digitized tokens transacted on a blockchain platform with smart contracts programmable money and cbdc Hmm. Phoenixia identified the risk of cbdc and highlighted the risk of connecting CBDCs to digital identities. Diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives have been part of our culture for some time. In 2016, we adopted this inclusion statement as one of our first public statements to our commitment to uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Elder Source values 
all people, including but not limited to all nationalities, socioeconomic backgrounds, abilities, races, genders, religious perspectives, sexual orientation, and gender identities in everything we do. We welcome the unique perspectives of all persons in our quest to fulfill our mission. Since then, we have devoted a significant amount of time, attention, and resources to advancing our work around diversity, inclusion, and belonging. Our goal has been to create an environment where employees, volunteers, partners, and clients feel respected, accepted, supported, heard, and valued. Like many organizations, staff training was an initial element in the workplace. However, because of the turmoil during the summer of 2020, it became apparent that we could and should be doing more to help staff appreciate and understand differences and beliefs of people of different faiths, races, cultures, nationalities, genders, sexual preferences, gender identities, age, and abilities. Over the past three years, Elder Source has expanded its initiatives as well as examined ways to ensure that our agency information and business practices are accessible to those in the community. To outwardly signify our commitment, staff initiated and created a logo which expanded DEI to include the word belonging. The Elder Source logo is now featured in a variety of communication pieces and recruitment notices. That, okay, these are the things they said they did. The new board developed examination of policies related to board and staff, retention and training, including all of the above things that we've discussed, and to the organization's strategic goal and strategies, working with personnel committee to incorporate uh, diversity into hiring, promoting, coordinating the plan program committee to ensure programs and services in a diverse population, working with governance committee to ensure the board is diverse and inclusive, ensuring the agency communications consider diverse populations and are inclusive in nature, ensuring the DEIB efforts are transparent and well communicated internally and externally. The DEIB committee has established metrics for each area to ensure and monitor, you know, all of this stuff, swearing that they're embracing diversity, equity, and inclusion. Then they have the commitment to staff. Employee Resource Group, a staff-led group established in 2019, has been a crucial space to not only learn about, engage our employees, but a space for them to share thoughts, ideas, and emotions on various topics. Topics presented by the resource group have included racial injustices, embracing LGBTQ, culture in the workplace, mental wellness and health, gratitude and leadership skills. In addition to ongoing staff training and surveys to gather staff perspectives, employees are encouraged to tap into an expanded employee assistance program. Their feedback is regularly sought through surveys and staff meetings with all blah, blah, blah. Commitment to the community. All right. Now, while internal communications have been implemented to make staff feel they belong, 
It has been equally important that information and resources are accessible to the community, particularly those whose primary language may not be English and those living with a disability. Our website and helpline feature the ability for non-English speaking visitors and callers to get information. The website is ADA compliant with a variety of printed materials and now available in multiple languages in Braille and large print. Elder Source also showcased a series of workshops designed to share important information and resources with LGBTQ older adults. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. So what they're basically saying without saying it is when you come to Elder Source, expect to run into the LGBTQIA plus community in the staff, and in every other aspect, as well as those other individuals that are partaking of their programs and being housed in these assisted living situations, and that individuals who are uncomfortable with such don't have any option. So to the saints, know when you choose a a place, to place mom or dad or auntie, you're going to run right into this headlong. When you go to the hospital, LGBTQIA plus will be coming in the room uh, doing um, duties that were normally same sex or same gender to the patient. I think you know what I'm saying. So we're lifting this before our Heavenly Father and Uh, Father, we bring to the attention of the righteous judge that it is the corporate community, the business community, that is latching on to the LGBTQIA plus program the most. We thank you for your work, and we thank you for your uh, extended and further adjudications in this matter in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Contrary to what it might appear to be, Jeff Bezos' Amazon empire didn't just spring out of grassroots nowhere as a result of one man's forward-thinking ingenuity with regards to evolving technological innovation. As it turns out, this corporate behemoth is actually a fascist psyop birthed by the CIA to seize total control over all trade and commerce throughout the world. Amazon's very existence was schemed up in secret by deep state spooks at the CIA for the purpose not only of establishing a digital retail monopoly, but also as a mechanism to exert absolute power and influence over corporate America. Much like the Southern American River after which it was named, the Amazon Corporation was established from the get-go by the CIA as an octopus innervating and interpenetrating every segment of the corporate sector, just like Walmart before it, the purpose of which was to destroy and take over the entire American retail industry. Where Walmart effectively functioned as an F5 tornado for small rural communities everywhere, Amazon is rapidly morphing into a Cat 5 mega hurricane nationwide. Just like the gargantuan Amazon River that snakes through the northern half of South America, 
and its numerous tributaries profoundly affect everything in their path. The enormous Amazon.com platform exerts influence far beyond Internet commerce, the bottom line being that Amazon can act like the 800-pound gorilla who sits anywhere it wants to because it was made that way. For more news, okay, all right. So the, if you really want to know, and then they're telling you about his wife and she was the CEO uh, and they got a divorce and the girlfriend, la, la, la. Okay. According to the media that has been propagating the Jeff Bezos affair with this lady named Lauren as a distraction cover for the fact that McKenzie was at least one of the CIA assets behind not just the creation and inception of Amazon, but also its propulsion to the top of the Internet retailer food chain. Keep in mind that Amazon, the empire, includes the fake news media outlet, the Washington Post, which functions as a primary tool of disseminating propaganda as part of the CIA's infamous Operation Mockingbird disinformation scheme. This would explain why Amazon is now actively censoring content on its platform that has to do with vaccines and health freedom. For instance, in collusion with big tech and its many social media spies tentacles like Facebook, Twitter, Amazon is now achieving its intended goal of steamrolling the First Amendment and squelching off free speech that contradicts what the government corporate fascist overlords have decided represents truth. Not only are extremely important ideas eliminated, with a single keystroke by the sultans of Silicon Valley, so are people who oppose the New World Order agenda. Everything points to the Bezos family as being one of those CIA families that goes back generations. This is the type of family who will take orders from the powers that be and unquestionably carry out those orders no matter what the consequences to people and planet. In and of themselves, they wield no real power, but are wittingly used as agents of deep state and operatives of the U.S. intelligence community 24-7. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge. On the 10th of April, the International Monetary Fund published the IMF approach to central bank digital currency capacity development. It outlines the IMF's multi-year strategy for aiding central bank digital currency, CBDC rollout, including the development of a living CBDC handbook for monetary authorities to follow. As it develops and includes more details, Chapters 11, 8 through 11, will be of particular interest to us as they relate to the centralized control over our lives using CBDCs that we, the consumers, are most concerned about. Chapter 8, for example, will identify design choices, such as operating models, limits in holding, programmability, interest-bearing, and degree of centralization. And Chapter 11 will consider the trade-offs between data use and privacy protection, including what data are generated by CBDC transactions and which institutions might have access to it. Programmable money does not appear to have a clear definition. Last week, IMF Deputy Director, Monetary and Capital Markets Department, Dong He, 
briefly mentioned in a seminar on CBDCs, the programmability of CDBCs. It can be used as a fiscal tool. It can be used for the Internet of Things. But he doesn't go into any detail as to what programmability means or what effects it has on consumers. Alexander Lee of the U.S. Federal Reserve wrote in June 2021, the term programmable money remains ill-defined. Lee differentiates between programmable money and programmability. He defines programmability as the mechanism for specifying the automated behavior of a digital form of money through a computer program. And he identifies two components of programmable money, a digital form of money and programmability. However, Lee warns it is not clear whether these components alone are sufficient for a definition given the various combinations of similar technology for payments automation have existed for decades. There have been many claims, for example, poet by Dush Bunsbank that adding programmability to a CBDC could bring a plethora of economic benefits. However, many of the claimed benefits either already exist or could be developed within existing systems. The CSIN Center described programmable money as money with constraints. It seems to be based on the notion that since money is already digital and exists as records on computers at computer at commercial and or central banks, then it's programmable. You can have programmable central bank money, programmable commercial bank money, programmable e-money, sometimes called stable coins, and programmable any type of money. COVID-19 and the ensuing unprecedented economic stimulus seem to have created a mini-force toward programmable money. As noted above, programmable money is money with constraints. An analogy is food stamps, and we just talked about that. And that it can't be it has to be spent on only on food, not on alcohol, betting on horses, lottery tickets, or anything else. In modern guys, these food stamps are digitalized tokens transacted on a blockchain form with uh, contracts. CBDC pose a combination of risks to consumers, financial, economic, and human rights that are potentially severe if a CBDC is designed badly or with bad intent. Human rights risk. If designed inappropriately, CBDCs have the potential to be used as tools of surveillance and and control by governments. Let me say that again. They have the potential to be used as tools of surveillance and control by governments. Every transaction is recordable, and any authority with access to CBDC ledger could see all transactions. They could also control individuals through the ledger, such as putting expiry dates on their CBDC, limiting how much they can hold, varying interest rates and prices depending on who they are, preventing purchases, and automatically deducting fines. Combination of digital Identity and CBDC is also a big risk. Access and addressability are needed for digital payments, but these are different to digital identity. In a world of programmable money, digital identity can go beyond just enabling access to your funds. Use of those funds can be made conditional on attributes of your digital identity. If those funds are in CBDC, then the central bank and by implication, the government can control 
directly how you spend and receive money. Be wary of anyone advocating for digital identity to be connected to CBDC. While digital identity is needed to find fraudsters, money launderers, and other criminals, there is no monetary reason to combine CBDC with digital identity. Yet connecting CBDCs to digital identities seems to be exactly what the central banks are proposing. On September 27th, France's central bank had an international roundtable in which central bankers from the U.S. and the EU confirmed that digital dollars and euros, should they go forward, would not be anonymous. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said that concerning an American CBDC rollout, one of the characteristics is that the CBDC is identity verified, so it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. In other words, CBDCs would require some form of digital identity scheme. And what is the purpose of a digital identity? The World Economic Forum has clearly stated how they envision it. The digital identity determines what products, services, and information we can access, or conversely, what is closed off to us. The digital identity encompasses everything that makes you unique in the digital realm, and it is a system that can consolidate all of your most personal intimate data, including which websites you visit, your online purchases, health records, financial accounts, and who you're friends with on social media. It can be used to determine what products, services, and information are available to you, and it can certainly be used by public and private entities to deny you that access. According to the Bank for International Settlement, Annual Economic Report 2021, the most promising way of providing central bank money in the digital age is an account-based CBDC built on digital ID with official sector involvement. Apart from the elimination of total anonymity, CDBCs also run the risk of having every transaction recorded while being fully programmable, which means financial institutions and their customers could have control over where, when, and how your money is spent. Bank of Russia Deputy Governor, whatever his name, Alexei, whatever his name is, gave a real-world example of what CBDC programmability could look like when he spoke at the annual cybersecurity training exercise, Cyber Polygon, back in 2021. There he explained, this digital ruble will permit better traceability of payments and money flow and also the possibility of setting conditions on permitted terms of use of a given unit of currency. Just imagine that you are able to give your kids some money in digital rubles and then restrict their use for purchase of junk food, for example. That would be useful functionality for a customer. And, of course, you can come up with hundreds of other similar use cases. Speaking at the BIS Innovation Summit in March 2023, he highlighted that central banks themselves had no interest in programming CBDCs, but that commercial banks certainly did. 
For us central banks, the issuance of a digital currency that would be central bank money would not be programmable, would not be associated with any particular limitation, whether it's in time and type of use, that to me would be a voucher. It wouldn't be a digital currency, said Lagarde. Those who can associate the use of digital currency with programmability would be the intermediary, would be the commercial bank, she added, concerning user anonymity and anonymous transactions. Lagarde conceded that a digital currency will never be as anonymous and as protecting of privacy in many respects as cash, which is why cash will always be around, she thinks. Speaking at an IMF seminar in 2020, BIS General Manager Augustin Karstens explained that a major difference between CBDC and cash is that CBDC gives the central bank both absolute control over the use of the CBDC as well as the technology to enforce that control. We tend to establish the equivalence with cash, and there is a huge difference there. For example, in cash, we don't know it. For example, for example, who's using a hundred dollar bill today? We don't know who is a one thousand peso bill today. A key difference with a CBDC is the central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that expression of central bank liability, and also will have the technology to enforce that. Those two issues are extremely important, and that makes a huge difference with respect to what cash is. In October 2022, the IMF Deputy Managing Director, the same man now praising the CBDC handbook, explained how CBDCs could be programmed. CBDC can allow government agencies and private sector players to program, to create small contracts, to allow targeted policy functions, for example, welfare payment, for example, consumption coupons, for example, food stamps. By programming CBDC, those monies can precisely can be precisely targeted for what kind of people can own and what kind of use this money can be utilized. He noted that institutions could take advantage of CBDC transactional data following the model of communist China, where non-traditional data can be very useful for financial service providers to give me a credit score. CBDCs coupled with digital ID eroded the ability for citizens to transact anonymously. Let's see. At Willamette, University College of Law Assistant Professor Rohan Gray testified in the U.S. House of Representatives in June 2021. Transactional anonymity, like anonymity more broadly, is a public good and a core bedrock of political freedom in a democratic society. Ultimately, a CBDC linked with a digital ID could allow governments and corporations to put permissions on what you can buy with your own money, including expiration dates on when you can spend it. It is a system ripe for total surveillance and control over many aspects of society, and it paves the way for authoritarian system of social credit that incentives, coerces, and otherwise manipulates citizen behavior. With its upcoming CBDC handbook, the IMF now has a multi-year plan to assist central banks and governments 
all over the world to implement what may spell the end of financial freedom and autonomy as we know it. We want to thank the righteous judge for what he's doing in this matter and his adjudications. Requesting adjudications. Okay. From the righteous judge concerning the valleys give way to the prairies and the prairies give way to the badlands where the fields of golden, whatever they are, surrender to the might of towering plateaus and straighted bedrock. The rugged openness of South Dakota presents the quintessential image of American countryside, a pure distillation of the natural environment that captured the pioneers' hope for a better future all those years ago. But how long this countryside remains American is now open and open question in these parts. That's because Chinese-owned entities, some linked to the Chinese Communist Party, have been purchasing land in South Dakota and elsewhere in the United States at a breathtaking pace for more than a decade. Some of the land they gobble up is for farming. Other acreage is allotted for energy use. And still more parcels are for bodingly adjacent to sensitive U.S. military sites. Chinese holdings of U.S. agricultural lands reached more than 352,000 acres in 2020, more than 25 times the 14,000 acres owned in 2010. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture estimates, to stem the growing incursion, state governments across the nation are working desperately to craft legislation that would end the trend once and for all. Too often, however, those efforts are met with resistance from entrenched business interests and, as was in the case of South Dakota, are ultimately abandoned to placate private interests. Mm. Well, who sold it to them? The continued acceptance of CCP-backed acquisitions of U.S. land is an affront to American laws and norms, as well as a violation of equitable international practice. Adam Savage says he heads the China Policy Division of the American First Policy Institute, a conservative think tank tasked with the mission of advancing policies that put U.S. citizens' rights and well-being before other considerations. To allow the regime to continue investing in U.S. land and resources while U.S. companies are barred from doing the same in China, he said, runs counter to the value of reciprocity that so much international trust is necessarily built on. If we don't have access to a resource opportunity or institution in the CCP, they should not have access to that in our country, he said. To that end, Savitt authored the Institute's latest issue brief, which tracks state responses to the growing threat posed by CCP land grabs in the United States. Numerous states are now seeking to bar the CCP and similarly aggressive entities from purchasing U.S. land. Much of this effort is no doubt a reaction to the alleged national security threat posed by allowing CCP-linked companies to purchase land in close proximity to U.S. military bases, as previously occurred in North Dakota and efforts to buy huge swaths of land and energy infrastructure, as previously happened in Texas. Savage said that the CCP land near military bases is essentially a permanent version of a CCC, CCP spy balloon. They can station whatever they wish, wherever they wish, he said. To that end, Savage underscored the necessity of state legislation to help curb the increasing Chinese investments in an area otherwise devoid of meaningful legal protections. 
In most states, there is no legal barrier to these purchases right now and no process to vet or evaluate the side effects of that. Seeing the struggles of its neighbor to the north, for example, South Dakota sought to insulate itself from similar incursions with lawmaker crafting a law that would grant the governor the ability to oversee foreign investment in real estate. Despite initial support from state lawmakers, however, the bill was roundly defeated after all the state's major agricultural and associations and unions lobbied against it for fear of giving too much power to the state's executive branch and because of concern that the efforts would ignite racial animosity toward Chinese Americans and immigrants. They need to be slapped. South Dakota isn't alone. Okay, the Holy Spirit said to let you finish reading it. Okay, we're going to roll with this. Brother Marshall, where are you? I think you know the the gist of what's going on. I'll find you. There you are. I got you. Amen. We're ready to pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Whoops. We can't hear you. I can hear you, but not loudly. You can hear me, but not loudly. Are you hearing me now or not? I can hear you, but you're not as loud as you usually are. Okay. You, you've got me on my, on my cell phone. I'm just about to shut that off. I don't want to do that then. Okay. Before the throne today, not for our righteousness, but for the Lord's sake, for Christ's sake, because of the price He paid. And He said, "Father, forgive them; they don't know what they're doing." We're so grateful He said that. Boy, is that the truth? We really didn't know what we were doing. Father said, "We we'll ask You to forgive us and deliver us all, Father, in Jesus' name." And everyone was interceded for, Father God, that having to do not just the United States, but all the people that have been. Hmm, targeted by the enemy, and the enemy is not necessarily human, sometimes the enemy uses humans, but all those entities, Father God, that they're using try and cause harm to any member of the body of Christ, in Jesus' name, including the United States, as well as other countries, including Mexico, particularly this this issue with the uh, proposed law about the U.S.-Mexican border, it's a high time, and <laughs> they just looked into that. It's been a long time coming. I thank you, Father God, for their willingness to actually try and put their their, their finger in the dike, as it were, uh, to, to bring back a, a thought of about a, a little boy trying to stop a flood because there's a, been an impending, ongoing flood of people. And this is not just because there's a lot of people looking for, you know, uh, there are some, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's people looking for a safe heaven, trying to get out of the CCP and places like that, and I understand that. But it's a lot more than that. It's more like the Soros-funded group and even the NATO-funded group to bring up people all the way from Panama even further and many, many hundreds of, or more than 100 different nations. They're not all coming from South America. They're coming from other places, lots of other places. So, Father God, we know, you know exactly what's going on. So we ask for your divine help and intervention. All these things that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, Father God, concerning the U.S. border especially, Father God, but also... This elder source nonsense, Father God, they're trying to bring in LGBTQ or whatever it is. I'll try to, try to blend it all in, make everybody think that's normal. 
They bind every one of these root causes of trying to cause a general... Brother Marshall, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Uh, Are you a long way from the phone because you sound like you're in another room? I have I had the house phone on. I don't know what number you're looking at there. Uh, uh, I, in, uh that's the one I'm looking at. The house the house phone. That, right? That's the usual one. That's the one. Yep. Okay, well, I'm going to shut off the okay. cell phone. Hopefully I won't lose you. <laughs> Which okay, but you sound like you're like in a completely different room. You don't sound like you normally do. We can't hear you real well. You want to go back to the other phone? No. No, I'll just pick up the receiver. Can you hear me better? Yes. Can you hear? Okay, okay. I, I, I don't know why. I'm I'm in a different phone with a headset, and I guess it doesn't like this phone. I don't know okay. why. We can hear We've you had all fine kinds now. Of attacks. Satan, you're bound from our position. Satan didn't have any places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter uh, chapter 2, verses 4 to 6, uh, Proverbs 18:10, the end of Psalm 91. Because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Thank you, Father, for giving Jesus that name, the name above all names. To the name of Jesus, every knee must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father. Not not only includes Biden and Trump, but all the demons in the Masonic lodges and every other place, every place, because Jesus is Lord of all. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords, even as it is written, not only... In uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 36, uh, Revelation uh, chapter 19, verse 16, in Jesus' name. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. He might destroy the works of the devil, Jesus says. And he said, Father, I've finished the work that gave me to do. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself likewise took part of the same, that through death, he might destroy him that had, it's past tense, that had the power of death that is the devil. Thank you, Father God. You've delivered us from the fear of death. Because guess what? Every human being in the natural, the physical dust part of us, goes back to the dust. And that's not a problem. Because you have new glorified bodies waiting for each of us. So we come out of agreement with every spirit of ungodly fear. And we thank you, Father God, we've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, join heirs with Christ. You said, Thou shalt decree a thing, and shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy way. He says, Jesus said, The things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these. And you said, If two of you on earth agree, just anything you ask, it shall be done, and my Father is in heaven. And Father God, you're not a man that you should lie, nor the Son of Man that you should repent. The strength of Israel will not lie nor repent. Did you say it? Will you do it? Of course you will. Your word is absolutely for sure because heaven and earth is going to change. Like people wrap up old clothes, put them out to Goodwill or Salvation Army or someplace. The clothes can be changed, but your word is forever settled in heaven. It's written over and over and over again, not just Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. Your word is forever settled in heaven. It's in the New Testament, too. We thank you, Father God, your word is forever settled in heaven. A lot of things have been changed on the earth in recent time. All kinds of things. They want to change the currency. Why do they want to do that? Oh, because this is a planned thing. Pat Holiday said she was looking 
through some internet thing to try and find out what's going on. And the Lord speaks to her. We're, we're speaking to her at that time. And she's skimmed over something, and she he said the host right. No, go back and read that again. And it was about Trump and the reset. So that was something that Laura was trying to tell her about years ago. Of course, this has been in the works for quite a while. That's why they had the COVID pandemic, pandemic. That's why it's all just part of the same plan. That's why they have all these people flooding in all the different countries, not just the U.S. country, you know, what they call the United States, the the corporation of the United States. They've been flooding into all kinds of European nations, all kinds of nations, trying to dilute things out. There's one nation in Europe that they only have half of their natural population at this point. They're so flooded with the immigrants or whatever, the people that have been planted there. So, Father God, we know that, that what what they're planning to do. And, Father God, we ask you to expose it, and we ask that you give the, the people in the U.S. Congress Holy Ghost backbone, Father God. Be strong in the Lord and power of his might. They'll actually stand up against this. I don't know if they're all part of the same uniparty or not. They, they, they try to pretend that they're standing for the truth. I don't really know, Father God. But you know, because I don't know. But you know what's going on. And some of them, I think some of them, if they haven't been bribed and blackmailed and bought out already, Father, you know some of them actually do have good intentions, a few of the new ones that come in, to, in there, Father God. We ask for your divine help and intervention, but we don't trust in man. No, we trust in the living God, because we can't trust in man. We don't even know for sure. Trump did a lot of things that were helpful, Father God, but he also did some things that are very questionable, Father God. So we can't trust in any particular man. We certainly don't trust in these people that were planted there, Father God, in the U.S. In the US government or Canadian government or French French government or, or German or any other country, Father God. And, we ask, and, and not, not to mention the, the general fascist overlords, Father God, from, including from Amazon. We ask for your divine help and intervention from everyone that thinks Satan, you're bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy every spirit trying to kill by causing doctors to follow things that are contrary to their pledge, Father God, to their to do no harm, Father God. Those that are call, causing doctors to just go along with their mind control, that general mind control agenda, Father God, including those in corporate America. Oh, of course, we have to go along with the LGBTQ because then we get all this extra money. Why else would they want to totally destroy the Budweiser brand, Father God? Why do they do it? Because there's uh, money in the in the offering for them if they continue to to please their their corporate uh, masters they're all just little pawns Father God just like what's it, wait, Biden who knows if Biden's whichever whichever one of his puppets or whatever one of his people standing in for him. Father God all these people and the people that are talking about what's coming with the CBDC what they want to bring you made it really really clear in your in your word Lord you said in in the book of Revelation. I think it's chapter is it six, no, chapter 13, starting around verse 16. You say you'll not be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. Oh, it's going to be so convenient to have a little thing uh, zipped into your body and your hand or whatever, and you don't have to worry about losing your credit card. How nice is that? So, Father God, we know why they've been having all this nonsense with the credit cards, and they're going to have a lot more than that. I have another little, you know, pretend pandemic, and they make it look like it's super-duper scary because that's how they always control things. Isn't that interesting? In the book that the Lord inspired Pat Holliday to write with a real bishop can go, that book that talked about how Satan controlled all his slaves, like the the witches and the, and the warlocks and all those people, so how does he control them? With fear. 
They can't get enough sleep. They can't get enough protein. They're just driven, driven, driven. They're not led by Holy Spirit. They're driven by a nasty spirit that says, you have to kill these people. Turn yourself into another animal. Go into the river and drag them down. Father God, we know they're controlled by fear. They do nasty, nasty things. And it's not a whole lot different with their corporate banks, Father God, including the IMF and the Bank International Settlement. They just want to control everybody. And what adds to this a lot more excitement? Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, it's a nation that wants to rule the world. The Chinese, well, it's the lovely Christian Chinese are lovely people. They're just wonderful people. But there's some people from the communist group that are actually running, kind of like the, the uh, mafia people that are trying to run the United States and Canada and the others, the, the, the fascist overlords. They have the same agenda. They want to control everything against the people. They don't want people to own their own land. They don't want people to be in charge of their own country. They don't want people to be able to have any God-given rights, including the Russian people. They want to get rid of the Russian Orthodox Church. They want to get rid of any real Christian church. Even as Pat Holliday was told by the Lord to warn us about, they want to bring in one great big new homogenous religion. Of course, we're not in a religion. We're in a relationship with a God who loves us perfectly. And so, Father, from that position, seated in heavenly places, because you do love us perfectly, that even when Marshall messed up, boy, I messed up in the past, but that's in the past, because you changing us all from glory to glory, as we gaze into your eyes, your eyes red with wine, you say, oh, that you've loved us with an everlasting love, and you love us perfectly, Father. So that from that perfect love point of view, Satan, you're nothing. You're destroyed. Your, your, your little dominion, your little game plan, and we know you're very, very terrified because you're the most proud, angry, wrath, terrified being that's ever been because you know you can't repent, and you know where you're going. You've read the whole book. You've read Act, or Revelation chapter 20. You know you're going perpetually into the lake of fire to be tormented forever and ever and ever, and all your fallen angels that followed you because they can't die, but they can be tormented eternally. And Father God... We ask for your divine help in adjudication, every one of these things, even as that little part that Jesus left out when he was quoting Isaiah 61 in, uh, in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. He mentioned about the judgment that you have on this earth, and there is a judgment coming, and that's what the communion represents, and it represents grace and judgment, because we're saved by grace, the blood of Jesus, and that also is the fire of the living God that's going to destroy the enemy. And we thank you for that fire, the fire you're pouring forth, Father God, even as you poured forth that fiery wrath on Jesus, who took our curses in our place, when hung on that tree in our place. We thank you for Galatians 3.13 and 14, Father God, for Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And that's how we have the power by the Spirit. As we drink into one Spirit with you, as we receive your Spirit, because you said, in the last days I'll pour forth of my Spirit upon all flesh. And we ask you to do so, Father God. Wake up the body of Christ globally, Father God, all over your earth. Yes, on the Amazon Basin, Father God, in South America, North America, Canada, in the Yukon, every place. Pour forth of your Spirit, Father God. Pour forth of your Spirit in Africa, every nation, Father God, every area, every region, Australia, every nation. Yes, in China, too, in Russia, too, every nation. You're no respecter of persons. You love every human being, Father. And that's the most challenging part. So, Father, we ask you to grant all of your children discernment in every area. 
So we can tell the difference between real human beings created in your image and walk-ins and robots and AI-controlled people, Manchurian candidate types, and all the different assortment of different beings that look like humans, even the people that are standing in for our acting so-called executive branch leaders, Father God, whatever they are, they're just prompt, whatever they call it, teleprompt readers, Father God, we ask you to deliver each one, and, and we thank you, Father we do pray for those who despitefully use us, save those that can be saved, Father God, and if they can't be saved, you, we expect your divine help and your divine adjudication, Father God, in every area, and you said, where is that, Lord, you said that you're going to judge all those evil beings, Father God, according to what they tried to do to us, Father God, in Jesus' name, even as it says, Father, in, in Psalm 15, he made a pit and digged it, Psalm 715, and has fallen into the ditch which he made. Bye-bye, Trump. Uh, well, maybe he didn't dig it. Maybe Biden dug it. Maybe, maybe did somebody else that they're just following did it. His mischief shall return upon his own head. I'm not trying to cast any dispersions upon Trump or anyone that's done anything that's halfway helpful to the people, Father God. And his violent deeds have come down upon his own pate. I will praise thee, Lord, according to his righteousness. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, Most High, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for your divine help and adjudication. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, like it says in Psalm 9, verse 15. Into the net which they hid as their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executed. The wicked is sneered in the work of his own hands. Hegion. So uh, sort of reminds me of Pelosi's husband being attacked by somebody who had whatever, homosexual something or other, who did not very nice things. So, Father God, we, we ask for your divine help and adjudication, Father God. And if you can save Pelosi, I have no idea if you can. You can save her husband. I don't even know if he's in his right mind. I have no idea about any of these people or their mental status, Father God. But you look at the heart. And that is the single most important thing. I know Pastor Sabrina said, keep that heart with all diligence for out of the issues of life. If we know that we know that the living God is real, and he is, and he can never die, and he can't. Jesus has the power of an endless life. Why? Because he has his Father's life in him, the blood of the living God in him. He can never, ever, ever die. And guess what? He shares it with his body, the bride of Christ, the body of Christ. And we have his life in us, so we don't have to worry about anything. Because Jesus said to Saul of Tarsus, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute, persecute me? Saul never persecuted Jesus in the flesh, walking around in the sandals, not the Jewish carpenter. No, he persecuted the body of Christ, because Jesus takes it very, very, very personally. Whatever you do to the least of these, you've done it unto me. So, Father, help us to be able to have that discernment, to make the distinction between the human beings and the evil spirits that are controlling some of them and not controlling others in different ways or ways that we don't quite understand. So help us to know how to pray and how to intercede. And we ask for your divine help, Father God. Your arm's not too short to save. We ask you to reach down and pluck us all out from the plan and wiles of the schemes of the enemy. And we thank you for hiding us in the secret place of the Most High, hiding us even according to that scripture that Brother Bill's found over in Job 28, 7, and 8. Because there's a place that the, the evil spirits, they don't even know. But if we walk in that love, if we walk in that light, the glorious light of your liberty, it says that, that you'll protect us and, and we'll be provided. Because the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. You provide all of our need according to riches and glory. 
So we can lie down and not be worried about anything, not be afraid because you're with us. You said you'll never leave us nor forsake us. From that position in heavenly places, Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are bound, every ungodly spirit are bound. Your demonic assignments to steal, kill, and to destroy, cancel, seven, and nullify, coming from all sources in every single area, including against the elderly and the young as well, not just the elder source, not just the U.S. border, not just with Mexico, with Canada as well, not just the, the corporate giants like Amazon, Jeff Bezos and all the involvement with the uh, CIA and all the rest of it, and the IMF and their involvement with, with trying to control people and trying to hide the inappropriate uh, handling of the finances, just creating money out of thin air backed by absolutely nothing but wishful thinking. So, Father God, we, we think we don't look to money what people have grown accustomed to for decades, thinking of it as money. But we do thank you for being able to use cash, help us to be wise as serpent, harmless as doves, and continue to keep cash alive while there's that opportunity. And help us to know what investments you want us to make with our time and talents and live treasures in heaven where moth and, and uh, the enemy does not steal or destroy. Father God, rust does not destroy it. Because I've seen the effects of moths and rust <laughs> in the things that people value, cars falling apart and, and lovely clothing items turning into holes. So, Father God, this life is, is a transient, brief thing, and we have a new life and a new body. And we thank you for providing for all of us, including for the Chinese people that are looking for true freedom. And we thank you, Father God, for protecting and causing the farmers particularly to wake up and not give up their land with all the game plans and schemes and not just in this country but how about over in holland and in the netherlands cause the farmers to stand up and say wait a minute if people don't have food to eat isn't that going to be a, a bit of a challenge if, if the food they're being given is maybe not that healthy because it's been tampered with father god we ask you to change what we're privileged to take advantage of and grant us discernment and grant us the boldness to make the plans you want us to make and do what you want us to do whatever it is and you can change things because you've been known to do that big time and we thank you father god i thank you for changing my wife thank you that she's been improving with all the prayers of the saints and i thank you for hearing our prayers father not for my righteousness sake no 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 for christ's sake for the lord's sake because he shed his precious 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 holy 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 blood to redeem us back from the devil and we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony we don't love our physical life anywhere near as much as we love the living god who loves us perfectly and we thank you for that perfect love father we thank you for keeping all of us as the apple of your eye father because you were in the lord jesus reconciling the world unto yourself not imputing our trespasses unto us when we look to you when we stop looking to other things we stop looking to oh has this is this politician going to save us is there is there going to be white hats coming roaring into the, no no we're not who are they? maybe you'll send some angels so father send additional angels warring angels that's lovely. You created them for your purposes and your glory. But we don't worship them. But we thank you for your ministering spirits and to minister for the heirs of salvation, like it says at the end of Hebrews chapter 1. And we thank you that there are more with us than with them. And we thank you for being a wall of fire round about and the glory in the midst for all of your servants, continually and immediately. And deliver us from every spirit trying to interfere with Block Talk Radio and with the prayers being sent, Father God, because you said, No weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against the judgment thou shalt condemn. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And that's rather powerful, because it's his righteousness, because none of us are righteous in our own right. 
It's only as we're washed in the blood of the Lamb. It's only as we look into Him, His face. It's only as we seek Him continually, keeping praising Him and thanking Him and rejoicing in Him, even when things don't look great, just like Paul and Silas did when they were in prison. And at midnight, what were they doing? They were praying and praising the Lord, praying and praising the Lord. And I think
Father God, save those that can be.